mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Welcome to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Panther Puri. I'm your host, Jacob Langsam. Here with me, as always, is my co-host, TJ Peterson. And joining us today, a very, very special guest, uh, Panthers prospect defenseman John Ludwig. Uh, Johnny was drafted in the third round of the 2019 entry draft at 69th overall. Very, very nice. Uh, and uh, after after an interesting draft year, Johnny uh, Johnny stepped up in his draft plus one with 62 points in 60 games and is currently uh, sitting with one goal and two assists for three points in eight games as a rookie defenseman in the AHL, uh, which is uh, which is good. So we're, we're we're very happy to have Johnny on. Uh, and let's uh, let's just get right to it. Joining us now, we have the pleasure of hosting the 2019 third round pick for the Florida Panthers, 69th overall. Very nice, John Ludwig. Johnny, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. We cannot thank you enough for uh, for joining us. Now, uh, we we Panthers fans, our listeners, uh, they know a lot about John Ludwig, the hockey player. Uh, they know a lot about John Ludwig, the Syracuse Crunch, the the Portland Winterhawk. But we want to know a little bit more about Johnny Ludwig, the person. Uh, who are you off the ice? Uh, what can uh, what can Panthers fans expect from you uh, from a more social standpoint? Yeah, I'd say I'm a I'm a pretty intense guy on the ice, but off the ice, I'm I'm very relaxed and uh, uh, sort of a lighter person. I I like to do things lead by example, but I. I like to bring a positive attitude to everything I do and try and lighten guys' moods during the day. So, yeah. So give me an example of something that you might do in the locker room to kind of lighten the mood. Maybe it's like, uh, you know, you're about to go into overtime and you're everybody's trying to get loose and trying to get focused. What's something that you might do? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's harder this year going in, being a rookie uh, in the pros. Um, but, but when I want to, I just always like to keep a smile on my face and be talking to guys, communicating all the time. And, um, I think it takes a bit of pressure off everyone when you're, when you're vocal in the room. I was just going to say, I, I think it's, it might be kind of surprising for some of the other rookies. Cause you know, the AHL is a league where so many of the players are playing their first few games in the AHL. And, uh, they're probably a little bit surprised to hear somebody like you who is just playing their first, you know, about 10 games in the AHL now, uh, speaking up and uh, keeping everybody together, keeping everybody focused and keeping everybody uh, a little bit looser as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it's a uh, uh, hockey's it's pretty intense when you're in the games and uh, nerves are a big part of it too. So just um, uh, you got to stay focused, but keeping it on the, on the light side can be good at times too. 
So one one thing that uh, that definitely made me laugh uh, when uh, when I learned it about about you, uh, and maybe this uh, gets uh, your teammates a kick out of it too, is your nickname, Rocky. Where did that come from? We we heard a little bit about uh, the the backyard workouts, the kind of home constructed gym. How did you get the idea for that, and how did it uh, how did it lead to kind of where you are and uh, where you are now? Uh yeah. I mean, I think it was my head coach in Portland, Mike Johnson, who actually. He said it in an article or something uh, a year ago or so, and then it kind of got around and stuck. But I, I, I've been boxing for probably six, seven years now, and I, my training in the off season's a bit different than most guys. I live out in the in the middle of nowhere. We have 20 acres, and I, I do a lot of um, strange training out there. I guess you could say <laughs> built built a gym out of me and my dad out of just wood we had laying around and. And I run up mountains and and do a bunch of crazy stuff out there, but it's yeah, that's that's sort of how I got it. So, how did you become more of an unorthodox fitness guy? What 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 was really the impetus to take you from a guy that just like maybe goes to Planet Fitness five days a week into this you know rocky quote unquote man of nature doing all these unorthodox exercises? Yeah, well. For, for me, I, I enjoy working out and I enjoy the, the process of doing what you need to do to get to the NHL. But uh, I sort of like taking training and doing stuff that I don't think other guys are doing. So it'll I have that extra step that, that maybe they're missing out on. And um, I think it's it's good mentally too. a lot of the training I do. You um, you're, you're sort of away from everyone and you're out in the nature and if I'll go for a run and I see a huge stump or something laying on the side, I'll, I'll try and pick it up and do a workout with it. And I just, um, yeah, I, I try and keep it different from what everyone else is doing. And um, yeah, it works out good. I think. Sounds like the world is your oyster, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I try and make it that way. <laughs> What's your favorite of the Rocky movies? Um. Rocky, I think I think it's Rocky Four when he fights the the Russian. <laughs> I, I like I like that one. That one's good. I, I was hoping you were gonna say Rocky Four. I figured yeah. uh, for for some reason I always figure for I, I always assume that hockey players are gonna pick Rocky Four every time. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it's maybe it's that constant rivalry with the Russians. But uh... Uh, yeah, I don't know that that one always stuck <laughs> with me. I like that one. Yeah. Do, do you have uh, an Ivan Drago that you uh, that you hope to drop the gloves against one day? <laughs> um yeah i'd uh who who would you think's the toughest guy in the nhl right now toughest russian guy i think is what <laughs> we're gonna look for here sure yeah he can, he can be russian you're gonna step up to 40 year old you're gonna step up to 40 year old alex ovechkin johnny <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, i don't know about that that's well, a heavy just, way of fight we, i mean Ovi yeah. these days He's been dropping the gloves yeah. way more. We we yeah. saw that little tussle with uh, Trent Frederick the other night against Boston. That was fun. Uh, that was funny. <laughs> Not quite a fight, but <laughs> yeah, no, he, he he's scrapping now. He's 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 too good at hockey to fight. So he, <laughs> he, should, he should stick to scoring goals. <laughs> oh, might you be think the best that you do that? If you got to the level that Alex Ovechkin is at, but at your position, obviously, do you think that you would ever? come to that point mentally where you're thinking to yourself, I'm too good to fight, or maybe you would still want to scrap a little bit. 
Well, I, I, I think I'll always, I'll always fight if there's a reason to, if it's one of my teammates getting run over or, or whatever it is, we need a spark. I think I'll always have that in my game, but um, yeah, I'm not too sure about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's, there's one very, uh, very interesting little bit about this season, obviously um, with everything going on, the AHL kind of had to condense itself a little bit. Uh, and where you were expecting to uh, to start the season in Charlotte, uh, you were instead sharing the ice with Tampa's prospects in Syracuse. Uh, what's what's that kind of commingling like? There's a little bit of the in-state rivalry here between Florida and Tampa. Uh, so what's it like kind of having to share the ice uh, with uh, with people that might become your rivals at the professional level? Yeah, um, I think it's. Uh... It's it's easier for me because this is my first year pro. I don't really know any of the guys in the league. So coming in, it's I'm meeting a new team regardless. So I mean, I mean it's been good so far. They they got a good group of guys and we've all been meshing pretty well. But I, for the other guys, I bet it's it's weird. You're battling with these guys and some guys probably hated each other before and now we're all we're all teammates. But it's it's a weird year. But I think we're we've been meshing pretty good so far. Okay. So was the was the group together? Because my my mental calendar is cal- calibrating right now. Was the gr- group together when Tampa and Florida played that three game series, and you got a little bit of Florida taking the first game, Tampa taking the second game? Because I would love to know if there was some trash talk going on between the Florida <laughs> prospects and the Tampa ones. Uh, we we play highlights in the morning on the TV in our lounge area, so we were all crowded around watching it and guys were trash talking i'm pretty sure a few guys uh um yeah i yeah, know a few guys were going at it about the game and uh it was it can be funny at times yeah who was uh who who was going at it the hardest there if you're uh willing to drop names i i forget i, I was <laughs> kind of walking by and i heard a couple of guys chirping each other pretty good i'm not too sure who it was so <laughs> oh man uh, yeah well, some of that stuff uh that's got to stay in the locker room that's true that's true i don't i don't i don't mean to ask you to sell out your teammates although feel free to sell out tampa prospects Uh, give (laughs) give it some time and and that's that's good that's gonna be all you Uh, get that's gonna be weird when you get to the nhl and you're lining up a guy for a check that you used to play with in syracuse i know yeah it's it'll be weird gotta do my job regardless though no that that kind of i suppose that's not really that uncommon i mean you look at uh a, a, a bunch of guys who play together in juniors all making the NHL and having to square up against each other eventually anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. So you're going to have to, you know, hit Cody Glass or Kiefer yeah. Bellows or Seth Jarvis. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I I think most of the guys that I played with they know when you're when you're on the ice it's there there's no friends really for me anyways out there. So I'll be best friends with a guy off the ice and then try and take his head off while we're on the ice. And it's <laughs> oh, yeah. no, no disrespect. It's just how it is. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah, you, you certainly played with some guys out in Portland and I'm sure there are some guys in, uh, in Syracuse that uh, are really impressive uh, to watch also that it's going to be a lot of fun for you to, to defend uh, yeah. at the pro level. Really, really mm-hmm. excited to see that. I, I do want to ask one thing about the guy that hopefully you won't want to take his head off uh, ever. Uh, you you got the uh, the primary assist on Cole Schwinn's first pro goal. Uh, Cole Cole's a friend of ours. He's also uh, been uh, been on the show before uh, a few months ago at the beginning of uh, of the pandemic. What was what was that assist like? Like knowing knowing that it was his first professional goal 
the celebration afterwards like how does it feel getting that kind of uh that kind of helper yeah I mean that first goal in any league is huge and it's a it's a big moment and I uh, I was happy I could help him out there and get that one but it's um yeah it's always good to see guys get their first one he was he was super excited so I'm happy for him yeah really hoping you two uh generate some chemistry I'd love to see you guys play yeah. together uh yeah in we, Florida. I hope so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah one day they're going to show that highlight and then they're going to show the highlight of John assisting Cole for his first NHL goal yeah it's be amazing that's a dream right there <laughs> that's that's gonna be a lot of fun to watch mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna get some some Hart and Norris in the same year that's what's gonna happen you and Cole. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> yeah that'd be good Speaking to the Panthers, I'm sure that you're paying attention. Obviously, you have the affiliation with the club. Uh, way better season than even we expected as fans. Uh, what do you have to say about the way the team has played so far? And any guys that you're keying in on, like particularly interested in watching how they play? Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they switched up a lot this offseason, made a lot of changes. And I was around the guys for a bit at camp, and I think it, they got a – a really good uh, mindset this year and they're sort of approaching it differently. And I've been impressed with uh, Verhaggy's having a amazing season. I know he played in Syracuse here and yeah. he's having a breakout season, which is, which is good. And then they added some D and they, they, they've been going, doing good defensively. So um, yeah, it's a good team. Yeah. We're, we're looking forward to, to seeing you break into that top six uh, on the back end. Is, is there a, if you had to, if you had to choose to kind of line yourself up uh, for for Panthers fans, which of uh, the Panthers defensemen would you most closely associate your game with uh, right now, and uh, who would you most like to play like uh, in the NHL? Out of out of Panthers defensemen, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, right now, my game would probably be uh, a mix of. Uh, Gudis and and Strawman sort of um yeah I, I play hard defensively and and yeah. um solid puck moving defenseman I think so those two and then um I, I really like uh Weig's game I've been watching him and he's he's been playing good he's playing with a lot of confidence so um yeah I, I want to be up at a high level there playing my game my game's a little different than then a lot of guys, I, I feel I'd bring a bit of everything to the table. So I want to do that at the highest level. And that's, yeah, that's I mean, the end goal. Clearly by design, based on what you've told us. I mean, you don't, you don't want to be one of one. You don't want to be like anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that's, that's in life too. It's the same thing you want to, I, I know who I am as a person and player and I, I just want to show that. So, yeah. And uh, you, you mentioned that the strongest, uh, the strongest aspect of your game is very much the defensive side, but you, you, you're, you are working on your offensive game uh, a lot. And that shows through, I mean, three points in eight games as a rookie defenseman in the AHL after a 62 point uh, season in the, uh, in the WHL last year, really, really impressive stuff from the offensive growth standpoint. Also, what are you doing to work on your offensive game? Are, are you more of a shooter? Do you like to take that slapper from the point? Uh, are you more of a puck mover? What, uh, what are you doing offensively, Johnny? Um, well, I, I think it's, I've been learning my first year pro that everything happens really quick. So uh, I've been working on it in practice and in games is making, making quick puck plays when I'm getting out of our zone, I got to make a, everything happen faster than it used to. So 
Um, it's just little things in, in practice and after practice, working on my shot and stuff like that. And I, I know what I need to work on and I make sure to do that. All right. Yeah, that's that's great. We, we definitely like to see that offensive growth uh, from the back end. The Panthers, obviously a team that love getting started from the back end with uh, guys like Ekblad and Weger and, uh, and Strawman and uh, a couple of others uh, who definitely Yandel, of course, how could I not uh, <laughs> bring up Keith Yandel and talking about playing from the back. Yeah. Uh, so, so working on fitting into fitting into that scheme is going to be really interesting for you, Johnny. I'm really excited to see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's definitely a place for a John Ludwig in a Joel Quenville system. Oh, of course. Yeah, you you mentioned that you were at camp earlier this year. What did you glean from your interactions with the three-time Stanley Cup winning coach? Yeah, he's um, I got a lot of respect for him. He's he's been around for a while, and he 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 knows it as good as anyone else. So um, he's an intense guy, but he's a he's a good coach, and I I enjoy listening to him and hearing what he has to say. <laughs> so I, uh, I, you know, I do have to to go back just a little bit. Uh, we're looking back at that summer of 2019 uh, and the Panthers. Uh, we, we all hear the name Johnny Ludwig uh, come off the board uh, to the Panthers. We here uh, at Panther Paris were, we, we, we questioned it. Uh, we didn't know a lot about you yet. Uh, all we could really see right off, uh, right off the top uh, were the numbers, and and we we were questioning it a little bit, but you've definitely proven us wrong so far in these last two years. So why don't you, Johnny? Uh, we we want to take it as well as we can give it. So uh, roast us a little bit. Let's let's see what you got. <laughs> hey, I, I don't please. I don't blame you guys for for questioning it. I was I was just waking up. I didn't think I was going to be going in the. <laughs> I was I was gonna turn the draft on for like fifth, fifth, sixth, seventh round, and I just woke up and my phone started uh, going off. So I, I was in the same boat as you guys. Like, what? <laughs> why? Why did I go third round? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's sort of all of the drafts that you've been in. It's about surprises in the in the WHL. You don't get selected in the Bantam draft, which I'm sure that you were not expecting, but uh, you used it as motivation to get into Portland and you know really establish yourself as a dominant player there in your final season, at least. And then you didn't get selected in the first year you were eligible for the entry draft, you know, obviously disappointing, but you got an opportunity the next year. And like you said, you must've been shocked because you went way earlier than anybody, even yourself could have anticipated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was, it was shocking. I feel like I knew that I could, I, I should have been a third rounder or whatever, but I, uh and that's all that really mattered to me and I mean no one else saw it but I I I use the times I get passed over and and people say bad things about me or whatever and I it it helps me like I I like hearing that because it it lights a fire in me and I want to work harder I want to get better and so it's uh it's a common thing for me but I I enjoy it well, if you ask me, I think you went in the exactly perfect place. And I'm, of course, referring to 69th overall, which is just a, a really nice place <laughs> yeah. to go. That, that made it a lot of good jokes. With me. <laughs> uh, that was good. <laughs> I think that's just become part of the John Ludwig mystique. You know, the yeah. fact that you went in that spot, you know, the big defenseman who can also move the puck. That's sort of like a unicorn in the hockey world. Everybody loves that kind of player. And you've got that whole package and 
it's exciting to watch when we get a chance to see the AHL games and hopefully in the NHL, we'll see more of that. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, yeah, hopefully I'll make the, the jump up there soon and I'm just going to keep working down here and trust the process. There That's right, baby. Yeah. <laughs> trust that process. So Johnny getting a little bit more into, into the personal, uh, the more, the more off the ice kind of, kind of questions. Uh, around this time last year is when everything kind of started slowing down, uh, shutting down. Games were games were getting postponed and eventually canceled. Uh, so how were how were you spending your time around uh, around this time last year and a little bit later? Were you uh, other than like still getting to the ice when you could or working out? Like what were you doing in your spare time to to keep yourself uh, occupied? Yeah, um, well, like I said before, I live. Um, basically in the middle of nowhere in the mountains and um so for me being in like a busy city all year and having the stress of hockey and stuff it it was nice I was quarantined with my family and I I got to spend lots of time fishing and um, fishing hunting and and spending time outside so um that's really what I enjoy away from the rink is uh nature and stuff so I uh, I had a good time doing that with the family. Okay. So Buddy Ludwig, man of the woods. <laughs> Cannot say yeah. I'm surprised. No, that's, I was born and raised. I never really lived in the city and, and yeah. Raised by wolves. Is that what you said? Right, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, if I'm not mistaken, raised by uh, devils and sabers, your, your dad, uh, your dad, Yan, obviously a former NHL player, uh, played, played a few years with, uh, with New Jersey and Buffalo. Uh, how much uh and and he was a forward uh back in uh, back in his playing days so how much how much of his game do you think you kind of absorbed uh and how much did you try to kind of differentiate yourself was it uh kind of natural that you flowed into hockey or uh or, or did you kind of create your own way to to become yeah, I mean, a hockey player yeah i i didn't really i'd say the feistiness and the competitiveness he definitely handed down to me but he was uh <laughs> We're, we're definitely different players. He was a small European quick winger with a good shot and feisty and stuff. And I'm a, he wanted me to be a defenseman and, uh, but he's been huge for my career. He, he made it to the NHL at that high level. So he's passed down everything that he knows about how to make it there. And, um, yeah, he's helped me out a ton. Certainly wasn't shy about racking up the penalty minutes back in his days either. It, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> it looks like his his, his lowest uh, penalty minute season was uh, thirty nine minutes, and that was in yeah. a season where he only played thirteen <laughs> games. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he really he was a feisty little guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a, fa- a fantasy league uh, keeper because you got to get those pims. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> do, do you play uh, Do you play fantasy hockey, Johnny? Do you like uh, messing around with uh, I, that a little bit? I used to, but I, I don't anymore kind of got out of it <laughs> that would be kind of surreal like if you drafted huberto or something and then you're at camp and he's right there like, yeah. yo you're on my fantasy team i need you to go off I this know, year yeah. I I actually I, I i i had that experience once obviously not as a player but uh, i got to meet mark shifley uh, he was skating down here during an off season uh, and it was right after i had won my league and he was like the top scorer on my team i i went up to him and i was like mark one of my favorite players who uh who doesn't play uh play for the panthers you led me to fantasy glory this year. Thank you so much. And it was, <laughs> yeah. awesome. I'm sure being being a being a a teammate of uh, of a guy you're kind of riding a few bucks on 
uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would be a little complicated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. All right, so Johnny, I think uh, I think that's all we've uh, all we've got for you today. Uh, I think we can call it today, Johnny. Uh, I think uh, fans are definitely going to get to know you a little bit better listening to this uh, 20, 25 minutes or so. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thank you for having me on. It was fun. (laughs) Good luck in Syracuse, and we'll see you in Sunrise soon, bud. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Have a good one, guys. You too. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203.